the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy for Monday, March 26th. This hour, last night's Stormy Daniels 60 Minutes interview. Will it change anything for the president? Our Monday report and discussion from White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. And also this hour, guest Biola University's Dr. Tim Yulhoff talks about his essay entitled Jesus the Feminist. Let's turn on the mics and let him speak. John Hall and Kathy Emmons. That would be us. That would be the show. All right. Kath, good to see you. Happy Monday. Nice to be here, John. It's a gorgeous day. It was 51 whole degrees when I walked in. Lovely. Listen. Lovely. Um, hey, I got to tell you something I did over the weekend. Yeah. Saturday, I went to the Spring Flower Show at Phipps Conservatory. Oh, did you though? Wait, this is your annual outing with your Yeah, my friends, friends from high school. Yeah. Yeah, we've done this for, I can't even think of how many years. But nice. since we were perhaps in college, we started doing it. Mm. Um this is one of the most beautiful spring shows I have seen really? at Phipps. Oh. We have such a treasure in Pittsburgh there. Yes. It's just at if, Phipps. If you don't make a habit of going there, I understand because you know, there's so many things to do in our city. We're really fortunate in that regard. But you should make some time mm. to see the spring flower show. It okay. is that good, good, amazing. Good. There's one room this year that I walked in and I heard two different people who were not together say, This room looks like spring. Like if I if I thought in my head of what spring was, it would be this room. It's absolutely <laughs> okay. fabulous. Then I'll put it on the calendar. What yeah. is it? A fairly new? Did it just uh, unveil itself? I don't remember. I don't know how long it's been. I, I actually don't know. It's not that I don't remember. I don't. So know. it's not like the flowers are wilting or anything. The thing was wilting. <laughs> <laughs> That's Good. what I hate about going to Phipps. All the wilting What's flowers. What's going on, everybody? You know, spring flower really, show. You should be a little bit more creative. Yeah. Well, Get if you some, come in like you know, you come in like late spring. You come, oh, I've you know, the bloom is off the rose, so to speak. There's no bloom off of any rose. Though I didn't, I don't remember seeing any roses. But if you like hydrangeas, if you like cyclamen, mm-hmm. they are or primroses. They are prominently figured in primrose. this year's uh, display. I mean, who doesn't like a primrose? And the primroses are enormous. I've never seen primroses anywhere close to the size. They are gigantic. Nice. Would that be a great job to work at Phipps? I can't imagine the creativity that goes into mm-hmm. these shows. I walk in there every year, and I'm just delighted. Yeah. Delighted. That's so cool. Okay, beautiful. great. Thanks for that encouragement. Yeah. So uh, with your weekend, did you watch any TV, like specifically <laughs> last night? Were you watching the- I forgot it was on. Yeah, I knew it was on, but I chose not to watch well, that, it. First, and I respect both of us for our decisions Thank to you. forget and yes. to and to know and and, and still ignore. Yes. But I went back and watched it today. Well, cause because we're we have talk jobs. about it, right? Yeah. So we sixty minutes last night. Of course, if you've been living under a rock, uh, the president and his uh, paramour Stormy Daniels. Uh, she made her uh, network television debut last night with Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. detailing uh, explicitly. About her and the then candidate. Now, there's the distinction: the the, the then candidate for the president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump. It was tragic. It was depressing. I hated it. Me too. Is everybody lost their minds? Is this is just how the world is right now? Is there no? I mean, right? Is there no one good among us? Mm-mm. 
No, we're all no. wretched. I mean, okay, so what I took was a couple things that uh, early on, uh, what I, uh, <laughs> you're gonna appreciate anything about Stormy Daniels, that she said, um, I'm not a victim. Yep, this is not a is, hashtag Me Too moment. She said that three or four times. Right, this is not a hashtag Me Too move, uh, movement, that um, I, I knew what was coming mm-hmm. and I, I put myself in a bad position, so here I am. Mm-hmm. And she did what she did willingly. And now all the nefarious money and the transfer and where the campaign funds and all that that's going to be decided later on but it does not look like a clean honest move does it you don't think no you don't think it's a clean honest move no, i mean she no. got one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to stay quiet but she could have got more she said right and then didn't stay quiet she could have gotten a million dollars but she decided not to because she had a crisis of conscience uh-huh. 20 million dollars in right. fines and counting they're saying right now um, now here's my favorite part i yeah. mean there's so many uh, just Fabulous, horrible, horrible, fabulously unbelievable parts of the story. But my favorite is uh, Cohen, uh, President Trump's lawyer, who paid her $130,000. Yep. He's insisting that he was just doing a favor for a friend. Hey, buddy. Okay, because you know what? <laughs> Let me just say, New Mike, if you ever want a favor from me, it's got to come in at less than one hundred and thirty grand. I'm just saying okay. that. Okay, but this- That's chump change. <laughs> Thanks, man. You love me that much, you'd even go higher, oh, right? Yeah. If you had oh, to to defend me. Of course. Me. I 130 love that. cents. I love that. Okay, but this is the best part, is that he is trying to save – I don't know. He, he must not be a very good lawyer because he's trying to save Trump by saying, no, no, I did it myself, except that that means he violated how many campaign finance laws. Right. You can't just give somebody $130,000 right. like to use days for their, the quote-unquote, campaign. Right. I mean, with it, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, what's interesting to me is that, you know, there are so many people who dislike the president that this may be the thing that, you know, a lot of it pivots upon. All right. So right? this is – tell me if you thought this when you were watching it. Mm. I thought to myself, okay, so when Bill Clinton was president, 60 Minutes didn't give a flying care no. what he was doing with Monica. I mean, the intern. I mean, the Monica thing had to be so – had to be pushed so very far for them to acknowledge it, right? They didn't give a care about mm-mm, mm-mm. any of the other women who, you know, Kathleen Willey, any of They didn't care, okay? Here they are now. They're at the forefront of journalism because they care so much. Yeah. That's the Democrat. Gatekeepers. That's the, I mean, give me a break. So they have they have zero credibility to me, Without okay? Doubt. I'm a member of the Republican Party. So when I think back to 1998, um, there was moral outrage that we had a president who was that much, that much of an abuser. And I'm using that word abuser because Monica Lewinsky was a kid and she worked for him. And that was an appalling use of the power that he had over her. No doubt. It was was ridiculous. And I was offended by that. And I was also offended by the fact that the Democrats in the Senate couldn't be bothered to go down and read those articles of impeachment because they'd already decided they were going to vote against them. I hate – I just was so disenchanted with politics at that point. So fast forward 20 years. Now we have a Republican president and – the Republican Party doesn't care. No. So he's every bit as scummy as Bill Clinton was. And so all the moral outrage that we had 20 years ago has dissipated. Now that it's our guy, it's no big deal, which means that we have no principles. We have no ethics of our own. It's all about politics for both sides. Of course, because everybody's trying to cover nothing. that. They just try to cover nothing. your rear. Right? I've never in my life been this disillusioned with American politics. Really? <laughs> Sticking to this point? How about point? that? That's a lot. Never have really? I been this. I passed that with marker decades just, ago. It's just I cannot even. Okay, speaking of so disillusionment, 
how about poor Anderson Cooper? And I'll use that poor. <laughs> I'll use those poor in air quotes. Right, because he probably makes $23 million yeah. a year. But how do you sit in front of Stormy Daniels and, and try to make a uh, you know, sense of this mess that's you before go, you? Wait, did you go to dinner first? Oh I mean, like, God. how how do you get to a point where this is the question that you're asking a human being on television? Yeah, I know. And it was then, horrible. I mean, horrible. But apparently, this is the this was his story to drive that he convinced the producers of sixty minutes that they well, should do a double. It was hit the best this. ratings they've had in a decade. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I guess he's the winner. So people, cho- yeah, chose to tune in. Um, Stormy Daniels. When I look at her, she was now. This is just my own impersonation, you know, because I see this a lot. I, I know this. She was as high as a kite. I mean, she had to be. Oh, that's interesting. Now, I, I oh, she really. Had to be. Really? Look, when you look at her pupils, her pupils were gigantic, massive. I I would not. I did not notice that. Yes, and I know from being uh, you know under bright lights, whether in film or television, that your pupils have the opposite effect. Where you're under the bright lights, those pupils mm. go from this to this. Mm-hmm. They shut down. They're trying to keep the light out. But what was going on with her? I'm looking at her, thinking, what color are, are her eyes? And it was hard to see her irises. I do remember thinking it was hard to see what color her eyes were, but I didn't. I would not have made that connection. Now, to her, you know, defense, I'm, I'm looking at both sides of this. She was well spoken. She had right. her act together. Right. But clearly, there was something going on with her eyes. And to me, when I see that, I think that looks like you're high. That's just me. Here's another thing I thought when I was watching it. Yeah. She makes a statement when she's when she's giving the narrative of what happened between she and, and the president, yeah. where she is in the restroom in his hotel room. She comes out. He's sitting on the bed. And she says to herself, yeah. this was so sad. Well, I guess I deserve this. What did she say? Something to the effect of when you put yourself in bad situations, bad things happen. Right, right. Truth to that? There is truth to that. There's there's truth to that. But it was sad for me that for her that equaled, well, I guess I'm going to have to sleep with him. What because the I deserve- heck? I mean – that it just—that's your option. I thought this is so great. So women are are you know trumpeting our great freedoms that we've achieved over the last sixty, seventy years, and this is what it is: yeah. is that was that we got some come and sit down some me. woman who spent her entire career in the adult film industry, not just acting in but producing and directing films. She g- gets in a restroom of some guy's hotel room. She comes out and goes, "Well, I guess I'm going to have to sleep with him because yeah. I got myself in a bad situation." I mean, at least she, you're right. At least she didn't say hashtag me too. Right. She took responsibility for it. She wasn't trying to say it was anybody else's fault, but it was just such a s- sad, tragic moment to think. It is. That's what she thought. I wonder, you know, Ugh. is your daughter interested in watching this? No. Well, I'm telling you, as a weird thing for young girls to see that, that would be a good thing. I, I think a, I think a conversation lot, starter. I think a lot of young girls will look That's at that and point. go and go. That's a business model I want to replicate. Yeah. And on another side, a young woman will look at that and go, I never want to be that mm-hmm. lady. Right. Never. Right. So if you're 15, 16, 17 years of age, you see that, uh, I think that'd be an interesting conversation for, for young women to mm-hmm. look at mm-hmm. and engage in that conversation. Well, we're going to engage in a conversation with Greg Clugston, SRN White House correspondent. We'll talk about the Stormy Daniels affair, plus lots of other stuff happening, including uh, Trump putting Russian diplomats out and um, after uh, regarding what happened in the UK. So stay close. It's more on today's Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. This week on Through the Bible Radio, Dr. J. Vernon McGee goes back to the Old Testament and begins a study in the book of Ezra. Now, it could very well be true that you've never heard a message taught from the book of Ezra. 
Well, that's because it's not always given the credit that it deserves. But you're missing out on some good lessons if you've never spent real quality time in this book. Well, the bus is waiting at the station, so we hope that you'll hop on and join us this week on Through the Bible Radio. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. If you drive down the street of any large shopping area, you will notice a number of mattress stores. They are everywhere, and it really makes you wonder if one is any different from another. This is Ron Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory, and there is one mattress retailer that is truly different from the rest. In fact, there is one mattress retailer that is not really a retailer at all. At the Original Mattress Factory, we consider ourselves to be a manufacturer first and a retailer second. This separates us from the pack because our focus is on building the finest quality mattress sets available. Most of our sets feature a two-sided mattress construction, stitched cotton upholstery, and real working box springs. In addition, we don't play the retail games that are so prevalent today. No phony sales or high-pressure sales tactics. Just quality products at an honest value. So stop into one of our stores and experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an original. Today's world craves leaders. Leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders. Through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive, through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at ramachristianschool.org. Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeo Athletics to Fine Arts, service activities and more. Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused and mission-true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org. Concerned about the safety of your business, church, or school? The time to act is now. Join Word FM and Salem Media Group for a special safety and security conference Tuesday, April 17th from 8.30 to 2.30 at Hillside Christian Community Church in Carnegie. Hear industry experts on risk assessment, active shooter and crisis management, cybersecurity, liability, security plan development, and hear simple steps you can take now to be prepared. Lives depend on it. Space is limited. Keyword security at wordfm.com. Every Monday, we always like to check in at the White House, where SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston joins us live on air to give us a look back and a look forward. Greg, always a pleasure, my friend. Happy spring to you. How are you? Thanks, John. Hello from Washington. Hello. Hi, Kathy. Always good to hear from you, Greg. Um, let's, let's start with the Russian diplomats. Uh, 48 Russians uh, stations at posts around the country, including the embassy in Washington, and 12 at the Russian mission to the U.N. in New York, uh, banished from the U.S. for conducting intelligence activities under diplomatic cover that, quote, undermine national security. Now, this is in relation to what happened in the U.K. a couple of weeks back. Uh, tell us what you know, Greg. Well, the announcement officially came from the White House, from the administration this morning, and uh, you've you've laid it out that we have these expulsions of several dozen Russian diplomats. They often are intelligence agents that are protected under diplomatic cover, uh, and then the consulate office also in Seattle is being closed. They're given until next Monday to shut down. 
um, because of two reasons that were cited by the U.S. One, proximity to uh, submarine, uh, U.S. military submarines there, as well as the proximity to uh, Boeing, which is, of course, a major uh, aircraft and military aircraft manufacturer. So uh, the, all of this is stemming from the poisoning of an ex-spy on, on uh, U.K. soil in, 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 in Great Britain. And what the U.S. was doing today was not acting alone, but working with a lot of other countries and allies in um, making announcements like this, although the U.S. Uh, went further in terms of the number of Russians who are being expelled. I see. So, Greg, is this a, a tone in President Trump's uh, attitude? Because last week he was criticized for calling up Vladimir Putin and congratulating uh, Putin on his uh, election victory. Yeah, it's, it's a little hard to read in yeah. some ways, John, because uh, here you had the president on the phone speaking directly with Vladimir Putin last week. And obviously, um, you know, the United States had known about this poisoning of the ex-spy in Great Britain. Uh, and it was not a topic of conversation, even though, uh, you know, the United States was just days away from mm-hmm. making this announcement this morning about these expulsions. Um, and, and the White House at the briefing today was, uh, through the spokesman, was trying to essentially say, look, the United States wants to have a productive and healthy and a, and a positive relationship with Moscow, but it's going to really rely on Russian behavior by the government. Uh, and obviously the United States is making a, a stand here in terms of saying this kind of this conduct, the, alleg- the, you know, the alleged conduct by the Russians is not acceptable. Well, you know, that instance in the U.K. was really shocking because of how brazen it was. First of all, it was it happened in public. Second of all, it was a nerve agent attack. Military grade. Right. And it didn't. Ju- I mean, the, which are which are legal substances to have um, under the Geneva Convention, as I understand it. Plus, it wasn't just the man who who the, the double agent, his daughter, daughter. was affected, along yeah. with people who were in the area. I mean, I mean, this is something that you that you would see a movie about that happened, you know, during World War Two. No, you're right. I mean, and and the White House statement was very clear. And and John, you just mentioned this military grade chemical weapon on on UK soil. And then the, the White House statement went on to say that it's the latest in the on in an ongoing pattern of destabilizing activities around the world. And of course, you know, whether you're talking about Ukraine or any other uh, spots around the globe that uh, you know the U.S. and allies have been concerned about Russian interference, Russian involvement. Uh, so this, this, you know, I, I guess the, you know, you come to a, a breaking point, and mm-hmm. at least this time, the United States wanted to be firmly um, standing side by side with allies Good. in in making this announcement today. So, Greg, how, how does this work out? Because obviously, this is not the first time that uh, diplomats or staff from other foreign countries have been expelled. But whenever the you know the the crisis or the problem is over, they come back in, but there's no announcement of this happening. Yeah, it, yeah. It, there sometimes is sort of a revolving door to to some extent, and uh, it, it's it's too it's really too early to know exactly how um, this announcement today is going to play out moving forward in terms of whether some of these individuals are allowed to return in the future or not. Um, there are protocols through the State Department that handle obviously um, all of the assignments from you know foreign foreign nationals that are working for foreign governments here in the United States. So there are a series of of rules and protocols. But you're right in saying that sometimes um, you know rules are either relaxed or or changes are made often without public notice. But obviously the expulsions are being made um, publicly, and the Russian ambassador to the United States was uh, telling. 
um, officials here in Washington when he was notified of this this morning that uh, he viewed it as a grave mistake. So obviously uh, he said that you know any chance of improving uh, relations with Russia are are dampened by this kind of activity today, and we'll have to wait and see because you also had within the last two weeks the president saying he would like to get together face to face and meet with Vladimir Putin to talk about a number of things. So whether or not there's a, a summit between the two men in the offing still remains to be seen. See. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston is with us. So, Greg, let's move forward to Stormy Daniels. Okay. <laughs> okay. All so. right. So did you watch the 60 Minutes interview last night, Greg? I did see it, yes. Okay. Um, I'm not, I guess I'm not sure exactly what to ask that keeps this on, on a reporting level, but what's the response of the White House? Has there, has there been any commentary since the airing of her interview? There was, uh, and it, w- it didn't take place until just a couple of hours ago uh, here at the in, in the White House briefing room uh, from the deputy spokesman Raj Shah, and he essentially said that the president has been um, consistent and forceful in denying all of the claims of Stormy Daniels. He simply does not believe them, does not believe she has any evidence to corroborate her claims. And that is, is pretty much the extent of the White House response today. Okay. So what does this mean going forward? I mean, after watching the interview last night, it seems like it's not just an issue of he said, she said, but there's also an issue of an allegation of an infraction related to campaign finance reform. Right. Yeah. It, or campaign finance sal- laws. Yes. Obviously, they're, you know, salacious details and, and all the rest that are, you know, we've gotten great ratings for 60 minutes and, and all that. But there are a couple of, you know, you know, legal and political questions regarding federal election um, commission laws, FEC laws. And it, that, has, that is centered on this $130,000 payment made to Stormy Daniels from the president's personal attorney, Mr. Cohen. And uh, so the question is, if, if the White House, if the president has denied these claims and they, and they claim that they are simply false, why would a payment of this kind been made? The White House did say... Additionally, that uh, there are all kinds of out-of-court settlements that are made all the time in this country, and that should not be unusual. Um, however, this, this claim by Stormy Daniels of, of, of being forced to sign a non-disclosure agreement, to essentially stay quiet about this, and having that signed just days or um, not long before the presidential election of 2016. So there are a lot of, a lot of facts and figures there that uh, are still trying to be added up by not only lawyers, but the American public as well. In some ways, you know, people talk about this a lot, drawn parallels to Watergate. But, you know, Watergate started as something small, a break-in at a psychiatrist's office. And then, of course, it brought down a president. I mean, for as many people who dislike the president of the United States, in some ways, this has the legs that this could create so much distraction in some ways. I mean, it could hurt him deeply. Well, it's certainly a distraction. Whether it forces him from office is an entirely different subject. Sure. You know, obviously, Bill Clinton, if you want to uh, try and draw some parallels, uh, he had one of his accusers on a 60 Minutes interview years ago when he was, uh, when he was in office here at the White House. Um, and obviously, that went through you know, the House uh, and uh, vote for you know, an impeachment in the House. And then, of course, the Senate prosecution did not uh, move forward on removing him. Um, but you know, the, the other thing is um, there are some conservative um, um, columnists and, and other commentators today who are saying that there wasn't really a lot new that we learned 
out of this in terms of behavior, you know, beyond maybe any sort of questions about money and the sure. FEC, but in terms of, of Donald Trump and what his, you know, what baggage or what his past that he brought into the White House, you know, the argument from some of these individuals is that, you know, the American people simply knew what they were getting with right, Donald Trump. Because, yeah, and, uh, and, and they, they're willing to put up with some of that baggage uh, for other things that they see as being important. Right. So as long as it's our guy, then we're going to put up with it, regardless of who we are, right? So right. the Democrats proved that, now Republicans are proving it, and uh, so I, I, don't think, I don't think anybody in the country has enough stomach to go through Politics as usual. to go through a Watergate again. We're talking to Greg Clugston, SRN White House correspondent. Okay, let's talk about the uh, March for Our Lives over the weekend, Greg. I, I don't want to get caught up in the numbers thing. I, all these marches, I get so tired of people arguing over how many, you know, the numbers of who was there. Um, talk, though, about the response of those in Congress. Um, has, did the president say anything about the March for Our Lives? What's the response been? president's been very quiet about this. He did uh, tweet last Friday night on the eve of uh, the big demonstrations and the marches um, some of the steps that the uh, administration were taking in terms of uh, banning bump stocks and, mm-hmm. and some other measures uh, in, in the bill that he signed, the spending measure last, last week in terms of school safety money and that kind of thing. But in terms of directly responding to the marches, he was very, very silent on that on Twitter and in any other way uh, ever since Saturday. Now, at the White House today, obviously, the, the spokesman said, look, um, the White House respects you know the the freedoms and the rights of uh, of individuals in this country to 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 march and make their demonstrations known um the president he said the president obviously supports the second amendment we all know that but is willing um to engage uh with parties in in discussing other steps that could be taken in and around the issue of gun control that's something that the president and the white house have said before but there haven't right. haven't been um Huge strides toward for the kind of call that we were hearing from the from the marchers and the demonstrators yeah. on Saturday. Isn't it frustrating, Greg? Because I think there is a lot of common ground to be had. It seems like our social media and you know perhaps the professional media are just working harder to stoke the fires of dissension. When I think there are a lot of people who agree on the same things, not everything, but some of the same things. You know, it's interesting. This gun issue, um, and people can argue about the validity and the accuracy of a lot of the polls, but it, it, it appears to be one of these issues in our country right now that um, there, are, at least on some aspects of of, of gun restrictions, mm-hmm. that there is a, you know a wide base of common support for for something to be done. And what's interesting is lawmakers typically like to be in favor with the polls. Sure. They like to go along with what the public is wanting to do. Yet this is one of those issues where that's, that hasn't been demonstrated here in Washington from a public policy standpoint. Yeah. Uh, and that's curious. It's also noteworthy that uh, after passing the spending measure last week, members of Congress left town for their Easter recess. So most of them were not here in town last week. Mm-hmm over the weekend for the uh, demonstrations. Greg, I don't know if you if you can ascertain the answer to this, but I'm wondering with the rise of social media over the last, you know, 7 or 8 years, is communicating with our elected representatives different? Like how are they able to ascertain the viewpoint of their constituents? Is it different now than it used to be? Well, certainly with uh, with social media, there is more of an immediacy to um, you know, communication 
going in both directions, to be honest. You've got lawmakers that put statements out all the time on Twitter and Facebook and other other platforms, and then they can also be bombarded and questioned by their constituents and others uh, back home as well. It, whether it has improved communication... That's the question, is, right? <laughs> it certainly has changed communication, and I, some would argue it hasn't really improved communication. And also, this, this sort of is a, a generic answer to your question, though, but it, but it probably is one that holds up, and it has been the case for decades, I think, if not longer, is that sometimes... Um, you know, the ideas that, you know, Congress, members of Congress come up with or embrace are often behind the efforts of the people at, at the grassroots mm-hmm. level. You know, it, you know, something happens out across the country um, for some period of time before it reaches them here in Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, even with social media, that's probably still true to a case, to a point, but um, maybe that has improved in terms of the speed of delivery. And it seems as if, like you said, elected representatives are able to communicate quickly um, and decisively on social media. But a lot of what I see, at least with my local representatives, a lot that they get back is just vitriol. And I wonder if it just because it can be so negative, just, you know, people who hate the candidate and just go on and on and on and on. I wonder if they just kind of ice over and just disregard what they hear on social media. And so I just wonder if an instance like, you know, an agreement on on at least some kind of gun restriction, perhaps they're just not actually hearing what people are actually saying. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised at all if a lot of these members, uh, you know, offices, you know, do gloss over or ignore a lot of. The, you're right because the the, uh, the negativity that is expressed by people's opinions on platforms, social media platforms, is uh, it's really pretty stunning. You know, to kind of you know the, the level of which we have you know, lowered our, you know, public discourse on a lot of issues. Um, so you're, you're absolutely right in saying that uh, if, you, if you dive down too far into the comments section, either on newspaper right. websites or in, in social media, um, you're, you're quickly seeing, you know, the worst of the worst, and then you're often getting off track very easily as well. So, uh, again, it gets back to the question of uh, technology has made changes, but are they always improvements? Probably the short answer is no. Yes. Well, Greg, thanks an awful lot. Always a pleasure. We appreciate you keeping us up to date about what's happening in and around Washington, D.C. Greg Clugston, SRN News, White House correspondent. Greg Clugston. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. When I named this company after Madison, it was a vow on my part to create a company that she would be proud of, that does hair color right, and gives women what they deserve. We believe in beautiful, naturally healthy-looking hair and that all women can achieve that. Experience beautiful, multidimensional, ammonia-free, salon-quality at-home hair color for under $25. We believe confident is the new beautiful, so we've done our job if you feel on top of the world unstoppable with your new hair color. Join the hundreds of thousands of women who have tried and loved Madison Reed. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code GREATHAIR123. That's code GREATHAIR123. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. 
He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Hello, friends. Christ Church at Crow Farm invites you to join us for a special service on Good Friday, March 30th. Beginning at 6 p.m., we will embark on a service commemorating Christ's death on the cross through special music, hymns, and pastoral reflections on the seven last words of Christ. We hope you will join Christ Church for this unique telling of the gospel on Good Friday as we prepare to celebrate his resurrection on Easter Sunday. For more details on this and all of our services, please check out our website, ccgf.org. That's ccgf.org. There's a girl in El Salvador who dreams of becoming an engineer. There's an elder in Uganda who dreams of having a community to call his own. No two dreams are the same. Help one person achieve theirs at unbound.org. We'll start out mostly clear this evening, but clouds will increase through the overnight hours as the storm system approaches from the west. We'll fall to a low of 33. That'll lead to rain at times tomorrow, perhaps some icy spots early in the Laurel Highlands with a high of 50. Rain at times tomorrow night, a low of just 46. Then an even milder day on Wednesday, on and off rain and drizzle with a high of 58. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. Hey, uh, Wednesday this week, John, I'm going to be making a trip south. To Florida? I know Florida? you're thinking, I'm thinking, what, you know, nice. Key big, West? Yeah, Savannah, Charleston. Yeah, that's nice. New Orleans. I, this is good. Yeah, it is good, except that I'm not going that far south. I'm just going to go down and see Marsha at the Spring House because. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's the south. Yeah, I mean, south. South, yeah. I didn't say it was like tropical no, south. No, it's fine. You're going to go to the Spring oh. House to, uh, to do what? I'm going to pick up my Easter ham. Oh. Yeah, so. Um, it. it Stop that, Mike. Oh, my goodness, See, that please. That just makes me feel bad. Put that away. Mike. He's in there laughing like, yeah, put that away. Put that. Unbelievable. Seriously. Don't you try to steal my joy. No, come on. That's Springhouse ham. There's a hickory smoker at yeah. the Springhouse oh, that bad. will change your world. We can personally speak of that. Dear heaven. Yeah, that's fabulous stuff. Anyway, so uh, my family, I'm having 16 for Easter this year. Um, so that includes me. So mm. 15 of them have expressed um, the, their solidarity Their solidarity with Marcia saying, uh-huh. if there isn't a Springhouse ham, we're not coming. Oh. So I said, all right. Because that's how I'm it like, is. It is so good. Once you've had one of those, there you can't go back. I agree 100%. You just can't. No. Everything else is second tier from that. Exactly. And we're exactly. not saying it because we love Marcia because it's just the truth. And we do love Marcia, but that is the truth. Yeah. It's like once you've had like, you know, a, a homemade cherry pie. You're like gonna, by my friend Emily Moore. Yeah, you're not going to go you have an eat bark pie, yeah. and that's that's why, why bother. Anyway, okay. First off, you can't come. I mean, I'm not saying cherry pie at Eaton Park. If I'm going to Eaton Park, I'm getting a lemon meringue. Whatever. Okay. It's apples and oranges. But you're going to the Spring House to get yourself a ham. I can't wait. One hundred one point five W O R D. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. 
Now, what a wonderful relationship is the relationship of parent and child. But there is a higher relationship, and it is husband and wife. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Adrian Rogers shares the secrets for having a home on the rock this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Yep. Traffic. It is what it is. Missed concerts, football games, lots of cold dinners, and cold shoulders from Cindy. How much longer do I have to do this? Kids miss me. Cindy misses me. Our marriage is missing me. With a financial strategy from Kurt Knodek. There he was on the radio again. Kurt Knodek. Yeah, retire sooner. So I called Kurt. We just talked about life family. It felt right. Then come to find out, Kurt's personalized retirement planning showed me retirement wasn't as far off as I thought. Now the only thing I'm missing is the traffic. Do you need a financial strategy for retirement? Let's talk. Accurate Solutions Group. 412-515-3355. That's 412-515-3355. Investment advisory services offered through Accurate Solutions Group, Inc. Hey everyone, this is Ed Glover from Urban Impact. It's time for today's Man Up Minute with Pastor Rock Dilliman. The fear of failure robs far too many men of the joy of the Lord. And the greater tragedy is it's all so unnecessary because failure is never final for those who trust in God. He's a specialist in restoration with a rather impressive resume. That's why C.S. Lewis suggested, quote, No amount of falls will really undo us if we keep on picking ourselves up each time. We shall, of course, be very muddy and tattered children by the time we reach home. But the bathrooms are all ready, the towels put out, and the clean clothes in the cupboard. The only fatal thing is to give up, end quote. So I encourage you, when you fail, and you will, press on. I hope you were encouraged by today's Man Up Minute. For more information on our Man Up Conference on June 9th, visit us online at manuppittsburgh.org. Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeal Athletics to Fine Arts, service activities, and more, Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission-true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts, it's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org. Hey, welcome back. Tim Muehlhoff is with us in his regular monthly slot. Tim is a professor of communications at Biola University, the author of I Beg to Differ, and co-author of Authentic Communication, Christian Speech, Engaging Culture. Uh, Tim, uh, it is always a pleasure that you're with us. Uh, did you uh, watch television last night? <laughs> 
Well, yes, like most Americans, I relished in the fact that Duke was knocked out of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> That's not what he's talking about, Tim. That is a, that is a sign of God's goodness. Mm-hmm. And then, we, like most Americans, we were uh, tuned in to watch the interview that Anderson Cooper did on 60 Minutes. Yes. Uh, this was the highest ratings of 60 Minutes in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, basically, we had a choice watching Stormy Daniels, for uh, um, listeners who aren't familiar. She's a former porn star. No, she is and she's, I think Oh, she's, okay. I think she's a current Yeah, I would know. She's former and current. <laughs> Just trying to get the record straight. Just telling you the facts. I'm getting the record straight that I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. You're good. I speak for Biola's Center for Marriage and Relationships, <laughs> and I want to be on the record. Thank you, Jim. I don't know. That's funny. So, so in 2006, Stormy Daniels alleges that when she was 27, now President Trump was 60, that she had a relationship with him, a sexual relationship. She's not claiming that it was sexual harassment. She was saying it was mutual, but that she, in fact, had it. Now, this becomes problematic because President Trump has categorically denied that this has happened. So you basically have uh, a question, who does America believe? And I teach rhetoric classes, which is public persuasion, uh, political communication. And so we, we have a very basic test to see who's lying in a certain situation. What does the person potentially gain from the lie, and what are potential costs? So just very quickly with Stormy Daniels, what would be the potential gains? Well, um, one, she has been paid a certain amount of money for her story at, from her own admission, $15,000 one time and $130,000 on another occasion. She claims she could have made a whole lot more. Second, uh, let's state the obvious. She has a primetime interview with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes, yeah. which no doubt you know, furthers her brand, furthers her um, reputation and things like that. Now, when we talk about costs, she mentioned two in the interview. She said potential danger. According to her, a gentleman walked up and threatened her daughter right in front of her, saying, you better leave this President Trump thing alone. Now, that's not been collaborated. And then the second one, she says, a whole, I quote, a whole lot of potential trouble. So for Americans, we say, okay, what did she have to gain and what does she have to lose? And I think as Americans, that's going to be pretty diverse, the outcome of that, based on how we handle that. Right. Now, why in the world bring this up as we head into one of the most holy seasons of the Christian faith, which is Easter, because the, the criteria that we used could be easily be applied to the disciples. Which is, uh, which is what? Were you there? No, no, but the criteria would be what did the disciples have to gain and oh, what did they have to lose I by see. perpetrating this lie? And so what we know from church history is that they faced severe persecution and so the costs were huge. Now, I could see what the potential gain would be, that if this new startup religion really gained traction, that they'd get fame, notoriety, um, ethos, and all that kind of stuff. But it, it went south pretty quickly for these original mm-hmm. disciples of Jesus. We know from church history that James was beheaded, Philip was scourged, crucified, Matthew was slain with an a axe, Math- Andrew was crucified, Matthew. Mark dragged to pieces, Bartholomew beaten and crucified, Peter crucified, and John was banished. So we have no official record of any of these individuals recanting what happened, which I I find utterly remarkable. I I mean, I think I would cut a deal pretty quickly 
when I saw that this is not working out as we planned, the lie isn't working. Jesus really is dead, and we just made up the lie that he's alive, that we've seen him bodily, and now it's going bad. So I'm cutting a deal. I'm getting out of here. This is crazy. It's not working. We really have no church record or historical record of them recanting. I find that remarkable. Yeah, and I remember when point. when Chuck Colson um, was still in the um, at the peak of his writing career, talking about the impossibility of getting the people who knew about the Watergate break in to keep it to themselves. And yeah. you know, he said that they all were united in purpose because none of them wanted that story to come out. So it wasn't like they were working across purposes. They were. They had one goal, right? It still wasn't enough to keep that right. story in. It still wasn't. He said just the improbability of that many people keeping the same lie going just doesn't seem credible. Yeah, and I would add two things to that, Kathy. One, the risk that they did was not just physical death, these disciples. They also risked damnation. Mm. I mean, as Jews, they risked going against um, the God of Israel, going against Judaism, and lying that the Messiah had in fact come, when in reality, according to Jewish belief, the Messiah had not come. So they weren't just risking physical death and martyrdom. They were risking the fact that, hey, if we're really wrong about this, then we're going to be eternally separated from Jehovah for, you know, for all of eternity. And Kathy, I, I love the uh, Chuck Colson illustration, but for my students, that seems like a lifetime ago. Sure. I play an American Idol clip where a man named Matt Farmer gets up, and he is a, a, an Iraqi war veteran. He, he has experienced a brain trauma due to a landmine, mm. and, and it's made him um, sterile. But, but the cool part of the story is he's actually there with his daughter. So it, it didn't make him sterile. He calls his daughter a miracle child. And he gets up and sings. He just knocks the socks off all the judges, right? Then it comes out 10 days later. Guess what? He lied. He, he was in the military, but there was no record whatsoever that he, exp he was treated by medical doctors, that he experienced a landmine. Hmm. Uh, most likely, he became sterile through misusing um, acne medication. Um, and so he lied about it. Well, there's a group called Men of Valor whose sole job is if you get up and say you were awarded a medal or you were in this battle, these um, veterans of different wars, they fact check it. And they set out to fact check Matthew Farmer, and they could not verify anything. And 10 days later, Matt Farmer announced publicly that, in fact, he had been lying. Wow. So, you know, the Pharisees would have been that age's men of valor. I mean, here are the disciples challenging the authority of the temple. And you better believe these Pharisees had a vested interest to prove the disciples wrong. And they could not do it. They could not produce a credible um, denial from any of these disciples. Uh, so I find it remarkable that these disciples could pull off what would be one of the biggest lies in the history of religious history. I just find that really strains belief. I'd rather go with the you know, improbable but true that Jesus is who he said he was, and he rose from the dead, thus verifying all of his claims. That's good. So it goes back to, right, a liar, a lunatic, or the truth, and to think that you're going to be dragged to death or crucified upside down or whatever, right, uh, horrific ways to die. If it's not true, well, then I'm going to come clean because I sure don't want to suffer through all that. 
Yeah, I cut my losses. So I, I would say that Stormy Daniels, if if in fact it happens what she predicts, that she hits a lot of trouble. I mean, we're talking legal fees of upwards millions and millions of dollars, her being sued, these death threats. I bet you she's going to stop. She's going to say, you know what, I thought if it was a lie, I thought I could you know, grab my 15 minutes of fame and, and I could leverage this financially, whatever. But if it really went south, you know, she feels threatened, her daughter's threatened, it's likely that somebody's going to try to take her life, I will bet you right now that she stops. Mm, no doubt. If this is a lie, she just stops. Yeah. Or, but the disciples never did because they thought, this is, just, this is bigger. We have met the risen Christ and it's changed our lives. And it communicated to them that death wasn't what they thought it was, that death, in fact, had been conquered by Jesus. So even they're dying, these martyrs' death. They had this rudimentary belief that they're going to be with Jesus um, after they die, and it was worth it for them. From Biola University, we're talking with Tim Yulhoff. Hey, Tim, so here we are. You know, as you came into this segment, you talked about this is the holiest week of the year. So what does Biola look like during this mm-hmm. uh, holy week? How, how's the feel there? Well, we, we take very seriously that um, what, is, what is about to transpire needs to be um, a somber time and a time of celebration. So the first thing we do at Biola is just remind ourselves of what happened to Jesus, that yes, we have salvation through him, but you know, you think of Garden of Gethsemane, you think of Jesus weeping in front of God, saying, my God, my God, take this cup from me. And you know, this cup represents God's wrath. Uh, God's angry you know, John and Kathy, what he sees today, he's angry at the sin that has, you know, enveloped our world, and Jesus died for that sin. And so here you have Jesus being abandoned by God, um, and it's just a horrible scene to think of the crucifixion. But then, you know, this is the Christian faith, is we believe through the pain, God redeems it, and God redeemed the death of Jesus, and now he is the Savior of the world, and that anyone in any situation can come to Christ. Think of the thief on the cross. With one of his last breaths, he turns, and he was probably a felon. He's being crucified by Rome, and he turns to Jesus, and he says, Jesus, remember me. And Jesus says, I'll tell you what, today you're going to be with me in paradise. So the great thing is, through Jesus, anyone who feels like, I'm too far away, I've done too much, I'm shamed, the cross represents this wonderful redemption story that people can come back to Jesus. And this week, this is a good week to do it if you're feeling like you're far away. Yeah. Tim, thanks enough a lot. Church attendance really skyrockets. We we see on Easter and Christmas, and I would just encourage listeners who think, I can't go back to church. I'd be the biggest hypocrite in the world. No, go. That's what Jesus died for. We'll be there rubbing shoulders, right? Hypocrites or not. That's right. Thanks, Tim. Always a pleasure. Happy Easter to you. Great. You too. Tim Uhlhoff from Biola University. He is the author of I Beg to Differ, co-author of Authentic Communications, Christian Speech, Engaging Culture. Tim Uhlhoff from Biola. Hey, stick around. we got a lot more ahead. It's the Monday edition of The Ride Home with John McAfee. Hey, everyone. This is Ed Glover from Urban Impact. It's time for today's Man Up Minute with Pastor Rock Dillman. The fear of failure robs far too many men of the joy of the Lord. And the greater tragedy is it's all so unnecessary because failure is never final for those who trust in God. He's a specialist in restoration with a rather impressive resume. That's why C.S. Lewis suggested 
quote, no amount of falls will really undo us if we keep on picking ourselves up each time. We shall, of course, be very muddy and tattered children by the time we reach home. But the bathrooms are all ready, the towels put out, and the clean clothes in the cupboard. The only fatal thing is to give up, end quote. So I encourage you, when you fail, and you will, press on. I hope you were encouraged by today's Man Up Minute. For more information on our Man Up Conference on June 9th, visit us online at manuppittsburgh.org. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. It's an amazing song. You know, I've never told anybody my story. From Irwin Brothers Entertainment comes I Can Only Imagine. When I was uh, 11 years old, life was tough. Discover the untold story behind the beloved song that inspired millions. My dad was a monster, and I saw God transform him, so I wrote this song for my dad. I can only imagine. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. Go to ICanOnlyImagine.com. November 7th through 15th, experience nine days and seven nights of breathtaking vistas, stunning sunsets, and the very best of Greece, courtesy of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. Enjoy round-trip air, first-class accommodations, superb cuisine, and deluxe transportation through the beautiful countryside, ancient ruins, and rustic villages of the birthplace of Western civilization, all for just $3,099 per person when you reserve by March 30th. Details on the travel page at paacc.com. Yeah, so church attendance was um, up yesterday. Isn't that interesting that people do that? You know, I was thinking as I was kind of running between rooms in my church yesterday morning, I thought, you know, data is showing us that people who call themselves frequent church attenders now are in church one or two out of every four weeks. That's what's considered frequent church attendance. Whose criteria, okay. I wonder, is that? Who's who's saying that? Well, this is this was the I believe this was the latest Barna poll. Once that or came twice out. a month. Once that's or frequent? twice a month. What are you is kidding me? Equals frequent. Many many people are at church several times a week. But it appears as if the numbers of people that are doing that are less than they used to be because now frequent church attendance is not considered every Sunday. It's considered once every you know once or twice a month. Hmm. But and that was obvious yesterday at my own church. I can tell you there were many more people there than are normally there on a Sunday. And I just it made me sad to think that those of those people who only come once a month or twice a month are missing out on being known by a community of people yes. who love them. So known 
and loved by a community of people. So just stopping in 25% of the time is not going to give you the community that you're looking for. No, I mean, there's, you know, social media is not church life, right? And everybody wants to be connected and know each other, right? We'd say that. That's why social media is so successful. But but you can't... Face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball. You you can't know people if you don't show up. No, of course not. And they're not going to know you if you don't show up. And engage while you're there. You can't slip in at the last minute and leave at the very end of the service. You've got to hang out. Get to know everybody. All right. Well, that's a great encouragement. Hey, stick around. uh, Our 5 o'clock hour. This is interesting. Um... How about this, uh, the weekend, the March for Life? Yeah, we'll talk about that next. It was the March for Our Lives, John. Get your nomenclature together. Sorry. It's a march for... A lot of marches. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A nice reversal for Wall Street after last week's 1,400-point drop for the Dow. Today, the blue-chip index closed up 669 points on news that China says it is willing to have negotiations on trade. That 669-point climb is the biggest gain on the Dow since 2015. The S&P 500 climbed 70 points, or 2.7% to 2,658. The Nasdaq climbed 227 points, or 3.3% to 7,220. One big loser on the market today was Facebook, as it continues to face questions about the company's privacy practices. Facebook closed down 2.2 percent. Its CEO, Jeff Zuckerberg, has been asked to appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee by Chairman Iowa Senator Charles Grassley. Grassley says the hearing also will examine what steps companies like Facebook can do to better protect personal information. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Attention credit card holders. The secret that credit card companies don't want you to know is getting out. Thousands of people across the country are now settling their debts for a fraction of what they owe, thanks to national debt relief. The secret is that if you're struggling with or simply can't afford your monthly credit card payments, you now have the legal means to resolve your debt with your lenders, substantially reducing what you owe into one low monthly payment. You don't have to worry about bankruptcy or falling deeper into debt. You can now save thousands of dollars, even tens of thousands, and be debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. There are no upfront fees and satisfaction is guaranteed. If you're struggling with at least $10,000 in credit card debt, medical bills, private student loans, or personal loans, call National Debt Relief now for a free quote on how much of your debt can be reduced. Get this free, life-changing information now by dialing 800-506-2760. That's 800-506-2760. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our Red Spring House vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. 
My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit, to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction, like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals, seeking a skilled labor position, or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Visit expresspros.com slash Pittsburgh West. For over 35 years, First Baptist Christian School of Butler has quietly offered parents one of the most affordable, high-quality Christian educations around. A complete education from pre-K through 12th grade with free busing, smaller classes, an extremely high teacher-student ratio, competitive athletics, and SAT scores well above the national average. Think an affordable Christian education is beyond your reach? Think again. First Baptist Christian School of Butler at butlerfbcs.com. We'll start out mostly clear this evening, but clouds will increase through the overnight hours as a storm system approaches from the west. We'll fall to a low of 33. That'll lead to rain at times tomorrow, perhaps some icy spots early in the Laurel Highlands with a high of 50. Rain at times tomorrow night, a low of just 46. Then an even milder day on Wednesday, on and off rain and drizzle with a high of 58. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy for Monday, March 26th. This hour, changing the way we look at a pharmacy. Our guests, Sean and Shannon Parsons, from Lost and Found Pharmacy. And from a recent Wall Street Journal story, the last Americans in North Korea are Christians. Well, you've made it this far. You might as well keep listening. Here's John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, I think it's a ringing endorsement. Oh, no. At least you're somewhere in the neighborhood, it's right? It's tough to live here with management. It is. Hey, um, how about last week we had uh, a guest in studio, and we were all, you know, we were off air, and we were trying to think of a name. Someone, you know that guy? You know that guy. You know, and there were three of us. Yeah, that guy. And, and none of us. None of us could come up with it. So, you know, what, what I appreciate it was, was this, you reach a certain age, and then there, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a state of grace where you go, that's okay, you'll remember. That's right. It'll come to you. Twenty years ago, that would not have existed. That you know, that state of grace for the lapse of memory. You would oh, have just right. dug into it and said, right. "Come on!" And you, first of all, you probably wouldn't have forgotten. Well, but but here's here's the difference. Anything that you should remember, for the most part, you can find online. Oh yeah. Like we were talking before, before we went in the air, we were trying to think of Christopher Guest's name. Okay, so Christopher Guest is the one who did Spinal Tap and Best in Show yeah. and Waiting for Guffman. Married to all, Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Well, John and I couldn't come up with his name to save no, our no, lives. No, no. We're like, come on, it's Jamie Lee Curtis's husband. You know, it's Corky St. Clair. Oh, yeah. I'm naming all his characters in his in his movies. I can't think of his name for anything. But it doesn't bother me because I'm going to go online. I'm going to Google Jamie Lee Curtis and then Christopher Guest is going to pop up. Is that what you did? Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm sitting here struggling. Uh, yeah. No, and I you, just went right. And then you can it. see his face, and you got to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a blank where it says Google, and then right. you just type that in. It just shows up. But isn't that good, though, that, you know, the state of grace that exists among friendships, you go, okay, we're oh, all in yeah, the same boat yeah, here it's together. It's a shame she can't get that. Right. That's why you don't want to be 50 and hang mm-hmm. out with a 15-year-old or a 20-year-old. Right. Like, so what was, you know, what was the fact that, Mr. Trump allegedly had this affair with Stormy Daniels, which we talked about at the top of four o'clock. She was 26 and he was 60. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, you can't, just wrong. There, something. Something, <laughs> something is just wrong. How about everything? How about absolutely everything, everything. in this whole tawdry, <laughs> sad, depressing, upside down affair is wrong? Just, when I'm I sure it's one of it. you know many. Just, the whole oh. thing is just. And my point is this: I don't want to know. I don't want to read this. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to think about this. Well, you do know. I do. And apparently the entire country does as well. It's just too much. Some, it, less is more here, people, please. Well, it's too late for that because now we need to know everything about everything. And that's just the way it is. Ugh, and, giant roll of the eyes. Right. I mean, that's all. okay. So tell me what you thought of last night. The 60 Minutes interview with yeah. Stormy Daniels. I'm not talking NCAA basketball. No. I thought it was depressing. I appreciated that she did say um, that she is not a victim, that she is not, you know, on board with a, you know, this is not a hashtag Me Too movement. Although I'm sure there are many people who wish that it was. That she went into this with, you know, open um, eyes. Right? She knew yeah. she was not. She's not trying to say that this was nope. that he forced himself on or anything like that. No. Nope. And I kind of, you know, she was. I don't know. There's so many layers here. Was she boxed into a corner that of just a few days before the election? What? It was like 11, 11 days or so before right. the election. They were fearful that she was going to come of out course, and right. say something. Right. So they put the kibosh on this. Yeah. And then there's a you know a quick check that's written and then she goes away. But now she's back again. I Just what do you – I don't know. I don't get it. And the whole thing to me about Anderson Cooper sitting there having this conversation with Stormy Daniels, that was kind of creepy as well. And then as a, an entire nation, we're all watching this. And then I'm reading today in the today's Post-Gazette that this woman, Stormy Daniels, is coming into – the headline read something like she's coming to Pittsburgh to perform. Now, wait a second. That does all performers a disservice. Anyone who's ever you know gone to school or learned a skill or whatever, that is not performance. Anyone can stand in their birthday suit mm-hmm. and parade around, and that is not performance. I'm sorry. There's no skill set involved there. There's no artistry in performance of walking around naked. And she's being touted by the media as, well, you know, she did write and she did direct. Seriously? You're writing and directing a pornographic film and now all of a sudden that's a resume builder is that on linkedin i don't think so but everyone looks at it and, yeah all of a sudden everyone's like see, all serious about that's it. how ubiquitous the pornography has come into this country yep. that's how far this is that we look at this and we everybody just kind of goes that's cool mm-hmm. yeah i'm, I'm okay it's with just that another option for right people. I, I dig that that's fine you know that's her thing mm-hmm but she's, you know, and it's true, it's a legal way to make a legitimate income and make a career out of right. this. Right, it's just a tragic way to make a career. So, I mean, how many young women think, look at the Stormy Daniels and goes, yeah, that's my role model. 
And you know, you know, people are sure, of course, right? People, yeah, that's cool. She's doing it. I'm going to do that too someday. Right. And if and if if, if heaven help us, Donald Trump wanted to sleep with me, I'd say yes. So I'd have an opportunity to get at least one hundred thirty thousand dollars out of the deal. That is so creepy. It is. It's just so depressing. Okay, so if that was your take on it, my take on it is that you know I was thinking back to the last time we had to endure humiliating conversation on television and on radio about what the president was doing, and I had I was just had my first baby at the time. This uh, Bill Clinton. Sure. And I thought to myself, you've got to be kidding that we have sunk to this level of discourse in our country, that we have to talk about the particulars of the sexual life of our president because he's such a low life. I thought that at the time. Now, 60 Minutes was not getting anywhere near the particulars particulars at that point, right? They were staying, quote unquote, above the fray. Although we all had to hear about the black dress and all that whole thing. But that took so long to come out. I mean, it had to be, oh, you kidding me? I don't remember. But when it finally came out, I was so disgusted with, with the Clinton team. I was so disgusted with the media. I was so disgusted with everything because I thought you couldn't even be bothered to investigate like real reporters, right? Because he's a Democrat. You couldn't even be bothered to do that. Finally, I had to drag all of this out and make it miserable and all. And and then he was so shameless that he would not. I mean, if, if Bill Clinton would have existed 30 years or earlier, he would have resigned and been gone. No doubt. But Bill Clinton, in my opinion, did irreparable damage to the United States by being shameless and saying, you know what? Now you I know everything I did and I don't care. Yeah. And I'm staying. And you're going to have to boot me. And of course, the Democratic senators couldn't be bothered to read the articles of impeachment that were right there. So they decided to keep him. Anyway, so that was my moral outrage 20 years ago. But this is what I was thinking as I was watching the Stormy Daniels interview. I thought, well, look how times have changed. I'm a Republican. Now I see my own party who has their guy in power and we don't care. All of a sudden, there's no moral outrage because we say, hey, listen, he's a strong leader. It doesn't matter what he does in his private life. Well, listen, Bill Clinton was a strong leader and we sure cared what he did in his private life. So now the Republicans clearly have no principles, right? They have no principles. They don't care as long as their guy stays in power and they're going to do whatever they can do to keep him in that White House. And I think, okay, so the Democrats and Republicans are now on equally preposterously low footing. Of course, because everybody gets behind their guy. That's sick. Because everybody wants That's to stay sick. in power, That's sick. right? So politics is just a show. We all know I'm, that. I'm telling you, I watched this today and I thought this is this is the most disillusioned with politics I've ever been. So I wonder this. If you're a believer and you have children, whether they're preteen or teenagers, what kind of conversation do you have with your kids about this? Right? Because your kids are reading this like we do. Right, and I they know about this. Right, and I t- couldn't talk to my kids about Bill Clinton because they were way little at the time. And right, and I was but just now, chasing around to make sure the radio wasn't on so they heard something untoward. Now, you have to talk to your kids about it if they're older. You have to. Of course. I, I mean, mean, this, you have, especially, you know, I have daughters and I just, I, I feel like I have to say out loud, especially because my kids know that I'm, a, that this, the president and I are, are members of the same party, that this is not. Something that, as a Christian, I can agree with. This is not a candidate I can support. This is not a president I can support. And, no, and it this is not about mean, partisan it does, politics. But it, no, it's the exact opposite exactly. of partisan politics. Right. But as a member of a party, I have a, a right. I have a responsibility to say what I think is the right thing. The right thing is not supporting a man who treats women like this. I'm into that.
Now, what's ironic to me is the culture that we live in now. You know, whenever you're a uh, conservative Christian and you talk about purity or chastity or what, the silver ring thing or all that, society guffaws at that. They laugh at that. How old, how antiquated those sexual mores are now. We've we've entered into a new phase. Yeah, but when it comes to a, a president or a presidential candidate, everyone wants to hear every detail. So it's like everybody's talking out of both sides of their mouth. That's why I'm just I'm disheartened by the whole, whole thing. I really am. I mean, I never thought that my salvation was in politics, but if ever I needed a reminder, this was it. We'll take a quick break and come back in a few minutes to talk about a pharmacy. I mean, not CVS, not Rite Aid, not the big ones. Something very ha- interesting is happening in the east end of the city. Stay with us. 101.5 WORD. While our culture is cheering on people who transition from one gender to another, Andrew Walker says we need to be speaking the truth in love. It's very possible that if you're a family member of someone who's identifying as transgender, you might be the very last person who says to them, listen, I love you, but I don't think this is how God made you. We'll talk about the transgender debate next time on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. Obamacare, Trump Care, Affordable Care, COBRA, all these choices, but they all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. And fortunately, I know someone that's been on the forefront of health insurance for years. This isn't new to him. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country, and they help determine which plan is right for you. If you don't need something like maternity coverage, well, then call Marley. Do you have some pre-existing conditions that are a concern for you? Call Marley. Do you want just accident insurance or just catastrophic coverage? You know the answer. Call Marley Financial. And because they know how to design the plans, most of their clients can save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousands of dollars a year. Call Todd. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496 or online at marleyfg.com. I'm Robin Truszynski from the Original Mattress Factory. If you're considering paying retail price for a new mattress, this is your wake-up call. Why is there suddenly a mattress store on every corner? Well, just Google mattress markups. Original Mattress is a private label mattress brand sold directly to the public. We own the factory and the store. Why? Let's just say excessive markups don't fit our values. Just say no to the middleman. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you need to make your retreat a success. With 100 hotel-style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus, 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org. Crisis. It impacts everyone. It's personal. Crisis is inevitable. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. How will you respond to those who are hurting? The Billy Graham Rapid Response Team invites you to a Sharing Hope in Crisis seminar. This one-day event's being held in Swickley at Christ Church at Grove Farm on Saturday, April 14th. It's sponsored by Project Prairie Pittsburgh. 
You can find more information at billygram.org slash RRT. That's billygram.org slash RRT. November 7th through 15th, experience nine days and seven nights of breathtaking vistas, stunning sunsets, and the very best of Greece, courtesy of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce. Enjoy round-trip air, first-class accommodations, superb cuisine, and deluxe transportation through the beautiful countryside's ancient ruins and rustic villages of the birthplace of Western civilization. All for just $3,099 per person when you reserve by March 30th. Details on the travel page at PAA. ACC.com. Sean and Shannon Parsons are with us in studio from the Lost and Found Pharmacy. Sean, Shannon, welcome in. Glad you're here. Well, thank you. We're really excited to be here. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for coming along. So, Shannon and Sean, you do something. You have something called the Lost and Found Pharmacy. Now, clearly, this is not CVS or any of the big uh, pharmacy healthcare providers. What you're doing is so completely unique. Um, Sean, talk to us about this. Tell us about the genesis uh, and, and be succinct about what exactly is the Lost and Found Pharmacy. So I have to be succinct about that. Yes. <laughs> That's the call. So, okay, so we are a nonprofit pharmacy, and we try and do things a lot different because as soon as you say nonprofit pharmacy, you wonder how those two words even belong right, in the same exactly. sentence. Yeah. Uh, so we try and help people that can't afford their medications, okay. uh, people that struggle to do it. Uh, a good example of that would be people that fall in the Medicare gap. Uh, you know, These are people that are senior citizens, they're on fixed incomes, and suddenly their medications become significantly so more expensive. Right. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times, the first time it happens to them, they had no idea it was going to happen. They didn't budget for it, didn't plan for it, and it becomes that challenge. Do I take my medications or do I pay my bills? Yeah, so, you know, right, and I, you're trying to stand in the gap between those two choices? We are. We are. We're trying to go ahead and provide financial assistance, help people that fall in the Medicare gap. We also work with a lot of uh, clinics to help uh, the uninsured uh, get their medications that can't afford them. And, you know, we just don't charge a markup on our medications. Sometimes we just help people afford their medications, okay. period. So are you guys both pharmacists? No, I'm the pharmacist. Okay, so she's the pharmacist and you're the business manager. Yes. We'll go with that answer. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so, okay but then how do, you, how do you survive? How do you make a living? That's uh, a, well, UPMC is nonprofit, and they have employees that they pay. So we are actually employees. That's a good point. They have a lot of employees, 36,000 last time I looked. I thought yeah. they argued they had no employees. No, no. Wait, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. No, uh, well, you know, we are a lot different, though, just because we're not focused so much on profits, but more on the ministry that we feel like God has yeah. called us um, to do. Um, we do have other parts of the business that we try and use to survive. Uh, we ask people to just use us as their pharmacy uh, because then we can process their insurance and what we're getting paid by the insurance companies mm-hmm. and their co-pays do help us to keep the lights on. Uh, we it. have some of the best ice cream in town, which makes me amazed I haven't seen the two of you in there yet. Yeah, you know, because you know how we so, are. We and are, I said I was going to come in there. We have a yeah. consistent commitment to food. <laughs> yes, we do, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon, t- t- tell us about yourself. So, as a pharmacist, clearly, you know, uh, pharmacy school, going through the whole process, that's not a cheap endeavor. As you graduated, you could have come out and worked for one of the you know the big companies and paid off those college loans. You chose a different path. Talk about that, the Christian faith intersecting with your your career choice, and clearly the rubber hits the road where you're where you're going. Right, God got a hold of me in a big way. I was actually not even a Christian in mm. college, and um, I I learned very quickly that God had a different path for me. I was. 
going to go to work in a hospital because that's what you do when you Mm -hmm. graduate. I had connections within the hospital. I actually worked for the Pittsburgh Cancer Institute uh, for a while, and then um, I had proposed actually to a friend of mine um, this whole business model and was struck down initially. And eventually, uh, that friend and I parted ways, and eventually Sean came along, and I posed the same business model, and he said, yeah, let's do it. Makes sense. Absolutely. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you been in in operation? Uh, We're coming up on two years here pretty quickly. Nice. And so in Penn Hills, where you're located... Um, has anybody stopped by, like anybody from the big box uh, stores, and said, hey, guys, um, I see that you're doing a, a ministry here. Uh, CVS is right down the street. H- how does that work? I mean, I'm sure I'm curious about, you know, corporate America looking at you as a model. So I, I find it interesting because people that work in corporate America, you know, a lot of these pharmacists that are out there didn't get into pharmacy only to make money. Sure. They they care about people. There's lots of ways to go ahead and uh, take career paths to go ahead and make money. They chose one where they could help people. Uh, And it's amazing how many of them end up sending customers to us when their customers can't Mm. figure out how to afford things. Uh, We've had a number of people get referred to us that way. Or a patient gets to a point where they can no longer get to the pharmacy to get their medications and they know we offer free delivery or just lots of different things like that. Or we've even just had a number of them just stop in because they're Mm -hmm. like, you guys sound unique, different. So we've had a number of people from the chains actually just come in and sit down and have a milkshake and pick our brains as to what it is we are doing. I love this. You can ask me anything. You can pick my brain if you give me a milkshake. I'm yeah. good with it. <laughs> uh, Sean and Shannon Parsons are with us. The Lost and Found Pharmacy is what we're talking about. Now, this is funny. Um, I was telling John about this BBC program that my husband and I were watching last night. I mean, this was this is a real geek fest. You probably would love it. I'm telling you right now, you're going to like what I'm going to tell you. It's called Victorian Pharmacy. And it's a program where... Is it on Netflix? No. Uh, I got some, watched it on YouTube. Okay. Okay. And it's going to sound weird, but I'm telling you, it's fascinating. It's two contemporary people. One is a pharmacist in Britain, and one is a historian. And they go and they open up an old pharmacy that would have been operating at around 1900 in Britain. And they kind of bring it back to life, but they are only allowed to utilize compounds and knowledge and equipment that was available to pharmacists in 1900. Hmm. Okay, And that's for the purpose of kind of trying to show us the kinds of things that we understand now that they didn't understand then or the things that they really did understand that we think, oh, they must have been in the dark ages and they weren't. Anyway, it's a fascinating thing. But the number one thing I got from it is how the pharmacy was the center of the community. Right. So if people needed something, whatever it was, it wasn't just if they were sick, you know, if they didn't have enough money for something, if they didn't have enough food, whatever they needed, the pharmacy was like the center of where they went. And I think that kind of reminds me of what you guys are doing. You're trying to do this? Yes. We're we're trying to do a lot of community building there. Uh, You know, we have story time and crafts for kids. We have knitters that come in. We have. Yeah, see, you don't see that at CVS. I don't see the knitters. No. No. (laughs) And I've yet to see a band take the stage at Rite Aid. Right. Just Is the band taking the stage at oh, the yeah, Lost we, and Found yeah, Pharmacy? We have, we have a stage there. And what? We do have uh, shows Fabulous. come in. I'm telling have, you, this is a lot more like the Victorian thing than you yeah, think. Yeah. We have we have Bible studies that meet there. We have, you know, we play Saturday morning cartoons on our projector. So. Oh, okay, this. so you're mixing cutting-edge pharma- pharmacy work 
with relationships, with, with relationships, some, something that would have been active, you know, 70 or 80 years ago in America. We had a, a woman come in who um, needed prayer. Her husband was very sick and actually recently, unfortunately, did pass away. But before he passed away, she knew that she could come into our pharmacy and that she would get immediate attention, that mm-hmm. she would get immediate prayer. Yeah. And the fact that she knew that, that we had enough of a relationship with her to be able to be in her life at yeah. a very critical moment That's was great. very important. We're talking with Sean and Shannon Parsons, the Lost and Found Pharmacy in Penn Hills. So, Sean, go ahead. Yeah. So I was going to say, you know, that's one of those things that's been lost over time is that idea of being able to build those relationships and get to know people. Mm -hmm. Like we want people to come in and hang out and, you know, we have a puzzle. Just sit down and work on the puzzle and talk to us and tell us about your pets and your grandkids and what's going on. And at the same time, serious work is being done. Now, before we go any further, now, I first saw you and saw your website. And on your website, you have this photograph of this absolutely yeah. beautiful soda fountain. Yeah. Yep. Talk about that because you know bring, you're bringing up ice cream and milkshakes. So as the center point of the pharmacy, there's this ice cream. So we have this great old fashioned 1924, so really old fashioned soda set, and just saying that it's from that age does not do it justice. Yeah. It's very unique looking with its crazy serpentine counter and the prep table that has the great woodwork and all the nice chrome and uh, it's an amazing piece and I know even when we were uh, being inspected by the State Board of Pharmacy. The gentleman that came in, he did a thorough job, but when he first got in and saw the counter, it took him 20 minutes to even actually make it back to the pharmacy because he just sees that counter. He stops and he has to start asking questions about it. Nice. Uh, so it's a great conversation piece. So now, wait, l- let me go back for a minute. Yeah. Was, was the counter there in the building? Oh, no. No. <laughs> you brought it in there. It's a great okay. story. Yeah, yeah, with, which, with much blood, sweat, tears, and, and, and more blood. Uh, 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 getting it there, yes. Uh, it, it was originally uh, down in uh, the Charlotte Hotel in North Carolina, and we had to go down and pick it up and bring it back. But oh, this wow. This thing, you know, like the counter that seats 16 people and yeah. the serpentine, it was it's all massive. one piece, and so it's huge. Or, or the uh, dipping counter was well over 800 pounds, because you got to figure back in the 20s, there were no fun polymers, no plastic. Right, you know, right, right. Everything was some form of metal. So, yeah, everything was just tremendously heavy, and we had to go down there and get it ourselves and, wow. and try and pack it up and bring it all back. It uh, has a so. really interesting history, too. Like, everybody from Elvis Presley to Babe Ruth what? sat at sat this there? Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, there used to be a recording studio. Uh, right there in, inside the Charlotte Hotel where this counter was at, uh, you know, because there was, a, there was a soda fountain pharmacy in the Charlotte Hotel. Cool. Okay. And they had a recording studio there. So people would come in to record sets and they would take a break between sets. Come on over. Get a at the counter. So, you know, the Monroe Brothers, Guy Lombardo, Elvis Presley, but then also – Babe Ruth. Yeah. But then yeah. also the, the hotel had air conditioning back in the 20s, which – was, was it so rare? I bet. And you got to think it gets a little warm down in Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. So stop on by. If 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 you had money and were traveling through, it was going to be your choice of hotels. So yes, uh, Babe Ruth, uh, the Roosevelts, uh, just a, a tremendous number of people. Wow. Um, Are there photographs of, of any of these people uh, at that uh, fountain? Uh, no, we are we are looking to still put up okay. some more artwork along some of those lines, but uh, we do have documentation of it. So oh, fabulous, yeah. great. Hey, if you just joined us, uh, Sean and Shannon Parsons are with us. They are the proprietors of the Lost and Found Pharmacy in Penn Hills. So just go back and talk about the business model once again, because clearly you're open for business. You can compete with the big players in town, the CVSs. This is a full-service pharmacy, right? That's correct. 
we can do anything from your Lipitor to your compound. So if, uh, if you need something, a vaccination, um, I am a vaccinating pharmacist. We are there for you. Um, we are also uh, there in order to help you find alternative solutions. So if you are on a very expensive medication, we will either uh, try to talk to your doctor and you about how we can maybe find other options. And if we can't find other options, perhaps coupon cards, perhaps. Um, and, and if we cannot come to a way to help uh, otherwise, we will um, extend to our board. We do have a board of directors that oversees what we do. Um, the idea that we could get a subsidy for the medication cost um, in the end, um, the the Medicare gap we do subsidize um, $100 per medication while people are in the gap. God bless you guys. This is so powerful. It really is. I mean, to think about Christian ministry in action, this to me is the, is everything. Just the the power of that to be in the community to help people in their medications, to be health and look at finances and all that, and to have community with ice creams and Bible studies and puzzles and all that <laughs> and cartoons. Ice cream. <laughs> you guys are good. You really are. Thanks an awful lot. Um, uh, how about uh, contact information? You want to give phone numbers out and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So if you need to call the pharmacy for any reason, our phone number there is 412-243-1369. Uh, and you know what? i got to be honest. People do call ahead and ask to order a, a chili cheese dog before they get there. So it, it, it happens. Don't worry if you do it. Because yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> people have done it before you, right? Yes, yes. And, and also, so, you know, uh, if you want to keep uh, track of what's going on, we uh, post a lot on Facebook for our activities. That way, if you want to know when our next uh, live music event is going to be or what our next story time and craft for kids is going to be, uh, just go ahead and go out to Facebook, like us, and follow us. Fabulous. Sean and Shannon, thanks for coming by. Love what your ministry is. And uh, Continued success with this. Many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, so Kath will put information about uh, Sean and Shannon and the Lost and Found Pharmacy on our Facebook page. I would encourage you to check out the photographs to see the uh, soda fountain and all that. Uh, it's going to be at uh, the ride home with John and Kathy. Sean and Shannon Parsons, Lost and Found Pharmacy in Penn Hills. We'll take a quick break and come back. We're going to take your phone calls, so stay with us. Crisis. It impacts everyone. It's personal. Crisis is inevitable. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. How will you respond to those who are hurting? The Billy Graham Rapid Response Team invites you to a Sharing Hope in Crisis seminar. This one-day event's being held in Swickley at Christ Church at Grove Farm on Saturday, April 14th. It's sponsored by Project Pray Pittsburgh. You can find more information at billygram.org slash rrt. That's billygram.org slash rrt. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Let's see here. Fire protection? Check. 
Uniforms, mats, and restroom products. Check. First aid cabinets and safety products. Check. Great. So it sounds like we're ready to go. Uh, no. When I said check, I meant we still need to check on all those things. Just call Cintas. They can handle all of it. It's what they do. Okay. Call Cintas. Check. I mean, got it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. Salem Media Group of Pittsburgh, parent company of this station, is looking for a full-time traffic assistant receptionist to work 30 hours a week, 11 to 5, Monday through Friday. Previous radio experience with order entry as a board operator or working with logs is a must, along with a knowledge of radio terminology and traffic procedures. Assist with order entry, log prep and reconciliation, and invoicing, plus front-end reception and other administrative duties. Apply now at wordfm.com slash jobs. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. We'll start out mostly clear this evening, but clouds will increase through the overnight hours as a storm system approaches from the west. We'll fall to a low of 33. Valley terrain at times tomorrow, perhaps some icy spots early in the Laurel Highlands with a high of 50. Rain at times tomorrow night, a low of just 46. Then an even milder day on Wednesday, on and off rain and drizzle with a high of 58. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Steve Travis on 101.5 Word FM. Hey, welcome back. Happy to be with us. We, we've been spending some uh, chunks of time talking about last night's 60 Minutes uh, Stormy Daniels uh, Anderson Cooper interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, we documented our thoughts. Yeah. Um, we're yeah, wondering so, about your thoughts. So the crux of your thought is. It was First dis- of all, despair. Despair. It was actually deeply depressing, is what I'd say. Yeah. That we've sunk to this point in American politics that you know we bring on a a, a, a porn star, <laughs> and that's that's as modern as modern mainstream as can be. Mm-hmm. Um, people look at it and go, "Yeah, I'm on board with that." Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he was not the president of the United States then, but you know, there's money involved to keep someone quiet, and uh, everybody. <laughs> It's just tawdry. It's, it is. It's really low rent, and we're all part of being low rent because it's the United States here right now. And well, Anyway, can we go to the phones? Are you good with that? Sure, 800-320-8255. So you've heard what we think, and we'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, wh- where are you in all this mix? I mean, if I you're mean, in despair, you can call us. If you're angry about it, you can call us. If you're like me and you're just disillusioned with politics, both parties just, you know, there's not uh, – the, the dividing line between the parties right now, when it comes to principle, is there's nothing is there. It's like non-existent. No, no. Who's writing the check? Right? Who's on board with what? And look, I'm not saying that everything the president has done, I disagree with. No, of course that's, not. That's He's far, done many wonderful things. It's far things. from the truth. And like I've said multiple times, I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm not that trying to Trump I'm, bash. I'm a Republican. I, that's my party. But I also feel like because it's my party, I have a responsibility to say we've lost our way here. We've lost our way. Yeah, and this to me if is we sort think, of an exclamation point. If we point. think that this is no big deal, if we think, oh, no, I mean, it's just, because it's our guy, I, like unbelievable displays of moral transgressions are no big deal, I, I think that I think that we have lost our compass. Yeah, 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. You want to give us a call? We're going to take a break and reset, so we'd like to have a, you as part of the conversation. Also... The uh, the March on Washington mm-hmm. on Saturday. March for Our Lives happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. If you want to comment on that, too, you can do that. We haven't shared our uh, 
viewpoint. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's there. a lot going on. Okay, so yeah, give us a call. We're back in just a few minutes, 800-320-8255. 101.5-WORD. Jay Sekulow explains the changes at the FBI. I think that we've got to... Uh, realize and recognize exactly what's at play. And what's at play is a situation uh, where you've got to be very careful, very careful uh, when you're answering questions like this. And uh, Andrew McCabe evidently was not. And the consequence of that was he, he lost his job. Jay Sekulow live weekdays at 1 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals, seeking a skilled labor position, or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Visit expresspros.com slash Pittsburgh West. Hello, friends. Christ Church at Crow Farm invites you to join us for a special service on Good Friday, March 30th. Beginning at 6 p.m., we will embark on a service commemorating Christ's death on the cross through special music, hymns, and pastoral reflections on the seven last words of Christ. We hope you will join Christ Church for this unique telling of the gospel on Good Friday as we prepare to celebrate his resurrection on Easter Sunday. For more details on this and all of our services, please check out our website, ccgf.org. That's ccgf.org. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Oh, Sure. 
exactly what I was going to say, John. I just didn't realize that the microphone was on. Surprise. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about last night's 60 Minutes Stormy Daniels interview with Anderson Cooper. And your phone calls are welcome at 800-320-8255. It's a weird subject. Yeah, it is. What we were talking about is this message from Claudia who... uh, stays with us on Facebook a lot of the time. She uh, just sent us a message and said, Hi, John and Kathy. I listen to you every day um, because I like what I hear, but I have to say I don't want to hear about Stormy or what she had to say last night. I choose not to listen today for the same reason I choose not to watch certain movies as well as certain TV programs. Um, I am sick of listening to all the garbage on TV, so could we spend less time talking about what we get bombarded with through the media? Okay, that's fair enough, right? Um, I get that. Appreciate your uh, your input there, Claudia. Let's go to the phones and speak with Max. Hey, Max, you're live on the air with Kath and myself. Uh, what's your take on all this, please? Uh, hi. Um, uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm a big fan, um, first-time caller. Thank I you. just want to say, um, you know, as a Christian, it's, um, it's, I mean, it's really hard to defend people's character, especially in the political arena. But, um, I mean, honestly, as a Republican, I didn't vote for Trump because he has a spotless record and has a spotless character, but rather that he's a you know a wrecking ball to go in there to break up the bureaucracy mm-hmm. and a lot of the changes that um, really need wanted to see happen. I mean, I work in the gas and oil field. Um, what I saw happen the previous eight years under Obama, I saw like utter another attack on our economy. I mean, when you look yep. at the coal mines, the oil industry like there's just so much industry that went down and that had a chain effect a ripple effect go to other industries as well and um i mean it's hard i mean i tip my hat to you that you i mean i find it really hard to even watch cnn to begin with just because the amount of propaganda that i see and the bias but um honestly i feel like it's you know it's really hard to defend someone's character but i didn't vote for him because he's a perfect yeah because of his character but because the things that I wanted to see happen in the sure. arena. And a lot sure. of those things are happening. Right. And and here's the thing. Please don't take anything John or I have said as picking on you because you voted for Trump. I have no problem with anybody who voted for Trump. No. I have no problem at all. Um, I think my problem is when we we tend to equivocate positions um, and or, or – Maybe I should say we tend to put ourselves in a higher moral plane than we actually are. Because here's the thing. If we are going to um, – if we're going to get behind a guy um, who's doing all the same things that the other guy did and we hated him for it 20 years ago, then we're not acting on principle. Right. We're, just, we're just defending our own posse and that means that, that, means that we're, we're no different. And so if you, if you support – and here's the thing. I support some of the things that Trump has done since he's Many been in of office things. because nobody is completely good or completely bad. And I guess that's what makes this situation so sad is the president just makes it so hard on the people who support him mm-hmm. because he'll do something that you really get. I, I very much appreciate the fact that he kicked the Russian diplomats out. I, I think that should have been done a week ago, that's but I really appreciate strength. I appreciate the fact that he did that. But then, you know, and so I want to say to him, hey, good job. And then something like this comes out and I think, oh, yeah, but here here's the thing, again. though. I mean, Here it's we not go again. So whether it's Bill Clinton or Donald Trump, I mean, you can go back to how many presidents. Presidents look at JFK. I right. mean, that track record is is you know right. as long as anybody else. Yep. Look at MLK. I mean, he wasn't even the president, but we still hold all these men up. And of course, they've done wonderful things. They've yes. done great things. But at the same time, there's that underbelly which we all carry. 
every especially men as far as you know their sexual ethics and all that right we're all sort of that's hamstrung by all right that. so so how do we come how do we say max thanks for the phone call yeah thanks how how do, how do we say yes we recognize that not one of us is sinless exactly. and so i'm not here to point the finger i'm not here to be a moral superior i'm not here to do any of those things while at the same time I'm not going to ally myself behind a person because we share the same party. I'm just not. That can't be my highest yeah. allegiance. My highest allegiance has to be to Christ. And whatever political allegiance I have after that, whether it's to a party or an organization, that's got to come way down the line. I'm into that. 800-320-8255. You want to join the conversation. Hey, Greg, uh, you're back on the air with us. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, John? Hey, Kathy. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Hey, listen, I'm doing fantastic. Like I was telling Mike, I'm on my way down here, uh, Charleston, West Virginia, dropping another load. I just left from down that area about three hours ago. But anyway, here's the thing. I don't get to see a lot of stuff, you know, political stuff. I'm not really a political guy. I am a Democrat. You know what I mean? But to be honest with you, I mean, like, like this guy Donald is a different kind of a guy. And some of the stuff that he's doing, is awesome, man. I mean, especially with that thing with Jerusalem, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I, right. do, I, agree. I know what the Bible says. Jerusalem is the hub of the universe. Yep. So just in that, you know, he gets a thumbs up for me and a lot of other stuff. What I am looking at, I'm looking at it from a, a, a Christian worldview. So, I mean, the, the stuff he's doing, it just gives us, we as Christians, it just gives us more reason pray for it. You know what I mean? Because the stuff that we don't know what he did, how he did, but we do know his character. We do know that. So it wasn't no, it wasn't like no, no blind shot to us. Right. Right. Because we've heard this before about him. You know what I mean? And and I'm so thankful for you guys, because to be honest with you, yesterday I was doing my 34 hour reset. So I was just chilling all day and I ended up watching the movie, uh, the darkest hour. Now, that story really movie. intrigued me because it was a different story from what I thought it was. This guy was just Churchill. He wasn't no no nice guy. No, you know what I mean he was, but but he was he had character. Yep, I mean along it, with all all his other stuff, he did some stuff man that I never knew about. So I tied that into just today listening to you guys about Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump, man, he is just. A different kind of a guy, man. But he, one thing he do, he can make things happen for him not to be a politician. He's a businessman, and all his stuff that he's done in the past, there's going to be a whole lot more stuff that's going to come out. I believe that's true. I do. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate that I'm phone call. I'm afraid of, of the. Uh... Next thing that's going to drop, I'll be honest. We live in this society, right? Everyone's a click away from full exposure. 800-320-8255. Should we take a phone call or we go on a break? We'll take a phone call. That's great. Okay, let's go back and speak. Uh, There's Frank. Hey, Frank, uh, you're live with Kath and myself. Hey, how are you doing today? Good. What do you got? Okay. uh, Well, you brought up just a while ago about uh, JFK. Yeah. Okay. The thing with JFK and Bill Clinton they did what they did while they were in the White House. This is in Trump's past. What mm-hmm. he did is wrong. There's no doubt about it. And uh, the thing that upsets me, the Democrats, the uh, 
media, they've been relentless from the day he got elected. All they want to do is discredit every single thing he does, right. dig up any skeleton they can out of the closet. And, and, uh, but at the same time, Frank, you could say the same thing about, you know, when there were, uh, Obama was in office, Republicans did the same thing. It's just politics. Well, it's uh, a lot worse than this time. I'm not sure about you that. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, like I said, they're relentless. And even when uh, the Republicans were going after Democrats when Obama was in, Obama never let up either. So uh, it was going both ways. Yep. It's the nature of the beast. That's the problem is it goes both ways. And all I'm saying is that we as Christians have to look different than that. We have to. There, There is a better way than what Washington, D.C. is showing us. So then where does the rubber hit the road where you go, I like the guy's policies. I like the things that he's trying mm-hmm. to do. But at the same time, the morality of the guy crushes me. Well, th- so as a believer, you here's go the where? Thing, where is that line? There's no nobody can tell you where that line is. This this calls for wisdom. This is how you show that you're a grown up Christian is that you think through these things and not everybody's going to come to the same conclusion. Yeah. And, and I think that that's OK. I don't think we all have to come down on one side or another side or a third side. I mean, I've said before, there were three voting members in my family um, at the in the presidential election, we all voted for somebody different. Same in my house, and, and we all came at it through, I think, a well reasoned way. We're all believers in Jesus, and the choices were extremely difficult. Yeah. that's I mean, all look, I can say. You know, we live in the city. You know, live in the city of Pittsburgh. How many people go into the voting booth nowadays, and they still they they pull Straight one ticket. lever, and they all Democrat. Mm-hmm. That's how the city of Pittsburgh mm-hmm. operates. That's just how it's been generationally. But listen, I pulled straight ticket one time. Did you? I pulled straight ticket one time, and it was right after the Monica Lewinsky thing, because I was so. And this this might explain, you know, if you're my therapist and you're saying, "Why is Kathy Evans so upset about this?" Yeah, yeah this is this is this is probably what it comes from. I pulled straight ticket, because Republican, because I was so appalled by how the Democrats rallied around Clinton. Mm-hmm. I was so appalled by that. I thought, do none of you realize what this is? This is this is an absolute apologetic for bad men treating vulnerable women badly. And you're going to stand behind that. And 20 years later, now my party's doing it. And so that's why I feel like, you know what? I can't stand up for right. this. I just, I can't do it. Now, to the point that our last caller made, Frank said, well, you know, it's true that JFK uh, and, you know, he was in office when all this was yeah, happening. Yeah, but morality doesn't change when you're in office or out of office. However, you know, at the doorstep of the presidency where, where Donald Trump was, and then money right, to what, keep someone what, quiet. Right, was, wait, what, that, 12 days ahead of him being yeah, president? Exactly. I mean, well, that's cutting it close. You know. Oh, heaven help us. Politics Jesus, and faith. Jesus is the only king it's all there is yeah yeah you're pinning your hopes on the republicans or the democrats it's a messy tawdry story hi i'm viola davis did you know that one in five kids in america struggle with hunger growing up i was one of those kids but we can solve this when we make breakfast happen for kids in our neighborhood we have the power to end childhood hunger create bigger brighter school days and healthier minds and bodies Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice. We're hungry for more. A message from the Albertsons Companies Foundation and the Entertainment Industry Foundation. For over 35 years, First Baptist Christian School of Butler has quietly offered parents one of the most affordable, high-quality Christian educations around. 
A complete education from pre-K through 12th grade with free busing, smaller classes, an extremely high teacher-student ratio, competitive athletics, and SAT scores well above the national average. Think an affordable Christian education is beyond your reach? Think again. First Baptist Christian School of Butler at butlerfbcs.com. Right now, there's a girl in India who has dreams bigger than her village. Right now, there's an elder in Guatemala who dreams of a life of greater dignity and less loneliness. You can help change the future of one person in a single moment. Begin the change at unbound.org. Social networks prove invaluable in emergency response when you're caught in a crisis and need to get the word out to everyone. The Christian Emergency Network can not only help you stay connected socially in times of crisis, but they can also help you connect before a crisis and have a response group ready to respond. Start the social network by completing the free readiness profile on ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org and then begin building your own social network for emergency response at ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. So thank goodness there was news other than Stormy Daniels over the weekend. Okay, so so the March for Our Lives happened yeah. on uh, Saturday. i got to be honest. <laughs> I did not know it was happening. Oh, oh, you didn't? I did not. And I turned on cable news mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and I was like, oh, look at this. I did not pay any attention mm-hmm. to it. So I was surprised. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> look at you. Uh, just, you need a bag got, of... I got a photograph of It's a hard day for me. I got a photograph of your daughter holding a bag of ice on her head. Yeah. You need that same bag. I do. I mm-hmm. just... You know, I watched I watched some of that. And I, I, have to, I look at those kids from Parkland and I think none of them for their own emotional health should be speaking about anything because they are have been traumatized beyond Holy what smokes. anyone should endure. I can't believe that, you know, I mean, a few days went by where they are in the national and you can, stage. And you can say, no, this is the perfect time for them to speak out because they know it better than anybody else. Listen, they if do. you have been with anyone who has suffered a trauma, this is not healthy for them. This is not this type of adulation, this type of media uh, center sent. Uh, I was going to say scrutiny, but it's not really media scrutiny. It's no, like it's... it's like media climbing on their bandwagon. This is a time when they need to be talking with therapists, talking with adults who love them and trying to make sense of the horror that they that they saw well, there was some or they experienced. By doing this, this is therapy no, in a way. I don't they're, think this you know, is therapy. Getting it out there. My, my problem therapy. with it is that I, you know they're they're young. They're kids. They're seventeen years old, and we're a lot of the people who are listening are thinking this is wisdom from the mouths of babes. Right. And I'm not so sure about that. No, I'm not either. I mean, clearly some changes need to be made. Right. There's no doubt about that. Whatever your stance is on guns. And I think most people would just want common sense rules on guns. And as we said earlier in our in our uh, 410 segment with Greg Clugston, there's a lot of areas of commonality. Heck yeah, there are that just need to be closed. Right. Of Why course. not do this? Yes. But to hold these kids up as heroes. Moral authorities. It's a mistake. Or it's spokespeople a... for a new day. Uh, that's a slippery slope. And I, I'm like, I agree with what you're saying, Kath. That you're going to do more harm to these kids in the long run than you know, making sure that there's something that's succinct that's being legislated, which right. is, I think is what they're trying to do. And here's the thing: you've been through a trauma like that, and you're thrust on into a, a public um, role that you never asked for, and all of a sudden you're spokesman for a giant cause and an incredibly powerful 
organization on the left in America that has been trying for for gun control for decades. They are being used. There's yep. no question no about, about that. They yep. are being used. And anyone would be used if you get involved in the giant political machine and you have no background in it. You're just you are you are going to be a pawn. I'm not saying I disagree with some of the things that they're advocating. I think as I said, there's a lot of area for commonality, but at the same time, I think I remember us talking about the Golden Globes on the air and I was very upset with the fact that Meryl Streep and several other every single actor and actress who got up on stage pointed the finger out at the American public and said, hashtag me too, hashtag times up. The problem is all of you out there when they should have been looking at themselves and saying, how did we let this happen? Now, I have to be honest and say, I think that this generation who is in high school and junior high now. I think it's also appropriate while we talk about gun control, which I think is good, and while we talk about legislation, which I think is good, and while we talk about mental health, which I think is good, I think it's also important for them to look at themselves and saying, what culture are we promoting ourselves in our own schools that is making some students feel so isolated? Yeah. What are we doing and what can we do better so that for our part, we can fix it? Exactly. Because guns, of course, are are one part of the equation, but there's a lot more that goes into that mix that creates rage against the machine. Okay, Gath, anything else? We've uh, we've talked about Stormy Daniels. I've got to be honest, I'm exhausted. I mean, you got, come on. We had a little ice cream segment and uh, our nonprofit pharmacist. That was fabulous. That's as much of a lift as we got today. Okay. All right. Well, some days you're up, some days not so much. But anyway, your participation in your presence here, always welcome. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.